Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Spooks McGee with Late Bloomer Podcast. Just wanted to uh, do the intro real quick before I go to bed because I'm exhausted for the uh, episode number 15 about brotherhood. Yes, episode 15 is brought to you by Hempy Llama. S H E M P Y L L A M A T dot com. Hempy Llama is a hemp tea, CBD, organic um, hemp tea. It's relaxing, and it's delicious, and it's organic. Try out some of their flavors. Jasmine green hemp tea, raspberry lemon mint hemp tea, ooh, vanilla white chai hemp tea. Mm. My favorite so far <coughs> is the uh, very, well, not, yeah, I would say the very, very hempy. Tasty blend of tart fruits with a balance of cinnamon and very rich antioxidants and naturally caffeine-free. So you would be nice and chill. Anyway, if you want to go ahead and buy some of that Hempy Llama Tea, go to HempyLlamaTea.com. I'll put the link in our description. And if you go shop and you can put in our promo code, Bloomer, for a discount, 15% off. Give me a call if you have any questions or comments. And uh, be sure to support Bloomer Pod on Patreon so that we can get a little bit of scratch for all of our efforts. Again, that's Hempy Llama. H-E-M-P-Y-L-L-A-M-A-T-E-A dot com. Enjoy the show. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Olin with Spooks McGee Podcast. <laughs> no. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Spooks McGee with the Late Bloomer Podcast. I'm calling my brother on the line right now so I can get him on the show. This is an episode about brotherhood. I was supposed to have my other brother on. But he didn't answer Hello? the phone. Oh, hey, what's up, Mike? Um, are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? Mike. Michael. Oh, hey, what's up? Michael, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just messing with you. But hey, leave a message at the oh beep and I'll get right gosh. back to you, play Bruh. I'm so mad at that stupid-ass voicemail. Okay, he has one of those, huh, I gotcha, voicemails. Michael. Uh, Michael. What's up? Bro, why do you have that stupid ass corny voicemail? I don't know, bro. I just one day I, I did it. I just left it the way it was. I ain't want to change it after that. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Uh, gotcha. It's not me, but I, if you want to leave a message, bro, that's some corny <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> hey, look, man. I had, I had to. I do had, women like that? Do you, do they be like, oh my gosh, like you're so funny with your stupid voicemail? <laughs> I don't, I don't really. I don't know. I ain't never asked. I ain't never said, hey, you like my voicemail? I ain't never really. Bro, why? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so annoying. Why are you judging me? Yo, you think that your voicemail is bad? You should hear Crystal's voicemail. 
It's the old school 90s voicemail where they're playing the music like, Smooth Operator. Really? <laughs> smooth Operator. Hey, Smooth Operator. <laughs> You've reached Crystal. Smooth Operator. I can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> see, so I'm not a, see, so I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Bruh. Um, the fact, if anybody puts any effort into their voicemail, it's, it's, it's 2020, dog. Nobody's leaving voicemails. If you don't answer the phone, I'm texting you. <laughs> Yo, I just called you. Answer the phone. <laughs> hey. Yo, man. So, uh, today was a crazy day. Like, I almost didn't record because I'm so exhausted, dude. I'm gonna right. tell you something. I gotta oh, you, work. You just, huh? you just got off of work. You just got off of work, didn't you? Yeah, man, but I had a flat tire. And the, uh, and the way that the work truck is set up, there's no way for me to get to the tire to take it off. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the tow truck guy couldn't even get it off. He's like, well, I just got to tow you to the place. Bullshit. What car, what car were you driving in? The, uh... the work truck. Yeah. Oh, damn. But, dude, it's like this, man. Um, if you, uh, if you uh, think about my, my ability to manifest things to happen, like, it's pretty mm-hmm. strong. Like, I'm not going to lie. But I was like, yo, I wish, I wish I could just get a flat tire so I could just be done with this day and I could just get some rest and, you know what I'm saying? But I kind of got to work on my manifestation skills because I manifested that flat tire, bro. But it was at the end of the day, after I was done with my last stop, it's like, okay, you got to work on the timing. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> that that manifestation stuff is is real. I definitely believe that. Yeah, you'll manifest it, but you you ain't gonna manifest it when you want it every time. That's when God's yeah, you, time comes into play. Yeah, no, nah, you gotta be careful with that stuff because sometimes you say things and then it actually happens. I I have a bad I have a bad habit of doing that too. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Well, I mean, infamously, Snoop Dogg was talking about murder was the case that they gave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And he literally got a case and said he never had murder case or nothing like that going on before he had recorded that song. And you know what's crazy? Yeah. I was just watching the little short film that goes along with that song just the other day. Oh, what? Was it, it, was, was it like a short film or was it like a, a music video? I'm not, it was something. I don't know, man. I'm going to have to look that up. I never saw that. Yeah, it's like a film that goes with the song. I was just watching that the other day. Oh, damn. Yeah, I would just have to like, check that out. Just for like nostalgic purposes. I watched that... Uh, What's the, what's the what's the Pharrell short film? You gotta know what I'm talking about. No, the, uh, I don't know. Really? I don't know. It's like, uh, hey, okay. After this, I'm gonna have to send it to you just so you can watch it. Okay. I got you, bro. All right. Well, um, I yeah. You. I mean, so I um, I didn't even do like an intro or anything. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Spooks McGee with the Late Bloomer Podcast. Make sure that you go ahead and check out TypicalDiv.com. They're gonna get you some fresh brewed coffee, which I forgot to freaking brew before I came up here to record. So now I'm coffeeless at uh, 11 o'clock at night. It's it's only 9.30, but it feels like 11 o'clock at night with no sleep, and I'm talking to my brother. And I was supposed to get both of my brothers on, but apparently my other brother has fallen asleep, or he's um, on the road doing some EMT stuff. (laughs) Whatever, saving lives or whatever. (laughs) Oh, look at me. I'm saving lives. <laughs> nah, bro, he's busy all the time. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm all swole, and I'm an EMT, and I'm saving <laughs> lives. <laughs> oh, hey. I'm doing CPR. <gasps> <laughs> hey, 
Essential worker, yeah. <laughs> nah, I really hey, appreciate my brother for what he to, does, shout bro. Out to my, shout out to Jay, man. Yeah, I'm just roasting him, just trying to be a dick. <laughs> but, yo, shout out to him for real, man. He's really doing, he's really out there in these trenches, man. He even got COVID because of that shit. Oh, yeah. Wait, for real? Yes. He had COVID. He recovered from it, but he had it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I am out of the loop because I didn't even know that. Dog, are you working in Disney World? I was. They opened up back I up. I was. Didn't they open back up? Uh, yeah, but only to, like, a certain number of people. So it's not like... Because usually they do big numbers all the time, 24-7, of course. Of Disney. course. So it makes sense. But, um... I think... I think every single park that they have out here is open. So, like, Disney, Universal... Um, is Mickey Mouse your supervisor? Uh, ho ho, what? Michael. Ho ho, I'm gonna need you to come to the office. Ho ho. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't work. Nah, see, that's the thing. I don't work there no more. <laughs> no, I'm saying when I you really was working work, there. I really don't work there no more. When you was working there, was was Mickey your uh your your supervisor? Ho ho, I'm gonna need you to get your ass together and get get to work on time. Ho ho. L- listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> the, the the day the. Cause I had orientation for that job, so so wait, you didn't really it, get the job. Yeah, like everybody that works there at Disney, they have to do like a little orientation thing. So the day, it was a couple of days. So they had me do orientation like three different days, and I think on the third day, which was the last day, they had like a whole bunch of stuff going on. It was a lot. It was, it was like a whole day worth of stuff. Do they make you take That's a Disney quiz so you can understand your knowledge on Disney? Uh, I guess something like that. I what are the seven, much, what are the seven dwarves names or, uh, what's Mickey's son's name or, or Goofy's son's name or some shit. Right? You see, that's the thing. I was the only one there that didn't have any knowledge of any of that stuff. <laughs> like, listen, like, I was in a room full of, like, Disney fanatics. Like, they were like, Word. what? What is. Yeah, they were like, what's the reason that you want to work at Disney? Um, everybody was like, oh, ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to work at the, the most magical, <laughs> the most magical place on earth. And people, people were laughing, and I'm like, ugh. They came across me, and I was like, uh, I just wanted something different. Bruh, if you ever get a chance to, you have to watch this Disney skit with Tyra Banks on Mad TV. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, we're the Disney guys, and we're doing Disney trivia. And it's like, hey, we're going to have a Disney good time. It's just so funny, dog. Yeah, see, that's technically, that's so see, that right there is technically what it was. (laughs) Like, the whole day. (laughs) And you over there like... Bruh, come on, man. Mickey ain't even all that. Like, on some real shit, though. Yeah. Like, Mickey, uh, out of all cartoon characters, is probably, like, the least, like, interesting cartoon character of all time. Yeah, that's... that's like, that think about true. it. Think about it. Like, out of all the cartoon characters, what is what is the, the, the redeeming quality about Mickey? I don't know shit about Mickey. I don't know what he likes to eat. I don't know... I barely know how to do his voice. I, I know that he has a, a girlfriend... That kind of looks like him. I don't understand what the whole shit is. Like, I don't get the whole Mickey hype. Like, Mickey, yeah. he, he drove a steamboat, in, you know, back in the day. There's nothing that I know about Mickey. You know, like, a lot of characters have these little character traits. Like, oh, Bugs Bunny, he's like a goof. And he'll, like, you know, steal carrots from you. Or he'll make you feel stupid or do some dumb stuff. Or, you know, but what does Mickey do? Who is Mickey? Why is Mickey, like, the face of Disney? He's, like, the, the worst character ever. 
<laughs> you really think so? He's the worst, bro. I, I don't know. Dog, tell me one thing you remember. Something memorable that Mickey did. Besides uh, driving that stupid steamboat. Let me see. You can't think Fantasia. of nothing. Fantasia. I ain't gonna lie. Fantasia. Okay. 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 Fantasia. Fantasia is like his um, college dropout. Everything else is like <laughs> whack. 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 Fantasia. Okay. Wait. But he didn't even have no speaking lines in Fantasia. It's all Wait. pantomime. <laughs> but see, look, that's the that's the whole point. Like the own the artwork, the 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 style of the whole thing. I but, don't know. See, Fantasia isn't right. about Mickey. It's about all the shit that's happening around Mickey. Man, I, I, maybe you know what? I have a I have a I made a Disney Plus account like a couple weeks ago. You've been watching. Sure I'm pretty sure they have like a. A little, a couple of Mickey things. I feel like I need to. Now that you said that, I feel like I need to look into it more. <laughs> you play Final Fantasy? He's on there. Uh, I played. What was the new one that they just came out with? What's? I don't know. I don't know nothing about games, bro. You asking the wrong guy. Yeah, because I don't want to get the number wrong. I played that. Someone had me play that not too long ago. I played Final Fantasy a couple of times. I'm not gonna say. A bunch of times, but a couple times. But isn't Mickey a character in that? Uh, you're thinking Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Okay, okay. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. I think it's like around the same thing. Yeah, I told you. I like. I, I've abandoned video games. Like, I don't know shit about video games. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I mean, that's pretty good. He's pretty good in that. Whatever. I don't know. Mickey is kind of. <laughs> Mickey is trash. Anyway, the whole reason why I brought you on here is because you are, in fact, my biological brother. You're the yellowest of the crew. And we're the yellow squad. You know what I'm saying? We're the Simpsons. It's crazy, ain't it? It's crazy. Because if I'm not mistaken, your dad is as black as the moon. Wait, the moon isn't black. That's that's what I hear. I'm not going to say it's true, but yeah, that's what I hear. Your dad is Michael Blackson, pretty much. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. This nigga. That's crazy. This nigga I, here. I, I, yeah, I can't I get to you with a, this. I was on a little uh, mission or whatnot to kind of find him because I was curious. Just, you know. And so I kept getting like, uh, oh, he's African, he's African. And then I saw a picture of him. I don't know. So I'm not going to say he is because I, I I see nothing of me in him. Yeah. But, hey. Hey, we're getting ahead of, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Because I do want to talk about like all of that stuff. Like the lineage, the DNA, how I spit into a little tube and mailed it in the mail. And somehow might have possibly found my biological father on top of figuring oh, out yeah. that I might be mostly white. That's crazy. But we'll talk about that later. Um, I actually hey. want to make a whole episode dedicated to the whole thing once I figure out exactly like what the end of it is. Because I don't know what the end is, you know? <laughs> but yo, brotherhood, bro. I saw our picture. Me, you, and Justin. And I was looking at that picture and I was like, damn, yo. Brotherhood is... like I, wanted to be, I was all corny and shit. I was all sappy and shit. I was like, Brotherhood is so rare and special. And then I made a Facebook status. Brotherhood is special and should be cherished. Or some shit like that. <laughs> but dead ass. You talking about the picture that we took uh, when I was over there? The selfie when you were in like the hotel room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I got one of my brothers down there. His name is James Brown. Ah! <laughs> Just want to jump back. Kid himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that one. <laughs> You don't know James Brown. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about a real human being, right, 
who shares the same name as the Godfather of Soul, is in the chat right now. What's up, James oh, Brown? Oh, you know what? I thought you were talking about. Uh, you know, I was thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Jason. That's why I was like. Oh, Jason Brown. Yeah, that's another one. So he's like another brother. So yeah. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. Remember when we were in church, right? And we would do like the 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 baptism, and they would lock arms and sing songs. You know what I'm saying? Right. They would separate the men from the women, right? Mm-hmm. That was something. That was something, bro. Like you don't really see a lot of men getting together in fellowship and like that, man. That jump was kind of rare, man. It's super rare. Yeah. And shout then, out, shout out to. Yo, did you know that brother Kembe died? For real? Yeah, man. I think. I think I heard my, my my dudes talking about it. Yeah, that's sad. Um, the not the other day, like a couple months ago. Right. Cause you know me, I I I, I try to stay in touch with a lot of people back in Jersey, but you know it doesn't really work out too good. We're gonna make it work. We're gonna come. We're gonna be prodigal sons, and we're gonna return back to the to a dirty jurors mecca. Um, <laughs> but right now, you know, we got things to work out. You know what I'm saying? I heard that. I heard that. But yo, um, the fact that James Brown is here it shows like the thing about brotherhood that I wanted to talk about. It's like okay, so there were several different instances of brotherhood that I was able to partake in that have shaped me significantly. One was that thing where we would go and we would do the the, the washing of the feet and we would lock arms. And we would sing. I don't know what song we sing. What songs did we sing the when we would lock arms and do that? Uh, I was young. That's tough to remember. Uh. Yeah. But I actually have a picture of you at one of those events, dressed in your little suit, like right, right after they just did the foot washing in the basement. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, <laughs> they so got, for, they, there's there's a couple there's a couple little hidden pictures of me. Yeah, somewhere that but, I can't I I've seen, but I can't really. Right. For those who don't know, I'm sorry that I, I forgot that I was recording a podcast. But for those who don't know, um, the thing that we used to do, I believe, every quarter was like, okay, to pay homage or to like a, a sacrament to the event where Jesus would wash the feet of who who did he wash? Whose feet did he wash? Uh, all the, I think. All the disciples, right? Mm-mm-mm-mm. I can't remember. Was it I think Paul? It was... Saul? Paul? I think so, yeah. Anyway, he washed somebody's feet, and it was a big controversy because he wasn't supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to like, you know... Like be the son of God and be above everybody, but he like washing feet and stuff like that, and it was kind of like humbling, you know. So to pay homage to that moment, we would always do the washing of the feet. But I guess I guess because Seventh Day Adventists are kind of like not very sex positive, I guess they thought it was kind of weird for men to touch people's feet. I guess some, some dude in the church had a foot fetish and he didn't want to get. <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute. He was like, okay, we're gonna have to separate the men and the women because. I'm getting a little randy here during the service. I mean, everybody, everybody in, everybody in different like religions do that communion. That's pretty much what it is. Like Catholics do it, but I, I don't think they, I don't think they do the foot washing thing. But like, right. But I've never seen them um, separate the sexes for the foot washing thing. Hey, I wouldn't know for sure. I know, right. I know for a fact we do it. All of us. Have you it. ever had some funky feet you had to wash that you was like, oh, what the hell is this? Oh, listen, I got some cords listen, on this yes. thing. I'm gonna be real. Yes, yeah. probably like the worst experience, but at the same time, <laughs> I was like, I signed up for this, so like I have no choice but to do it now. Right. It was. It was like 
some last minute thing. And you know, you know how my mom was. She was like, you're not just going to be in church not doing anything. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> so like, I, I've seen my, I've seen my fair share of feet. <laughs> I've, I definitely, I've seen my fair share of feet for sure. Bruh, I completely forgot about that shit. Like, like it's so crazy. Like when I start talking to people from the past, like stuff that I, that I did, um, I start to talk about it. Like, I don't remember that I did any of this until the moment that I'm talking about it. Then all of it comes back. That happens to me too. Yeah, that crazy. happens to me too. You learn, you learn, you learn a couple because you forget. You forget it sometimes. Right. I know for a fact I do it. Like I have to hear about things I used to do, and I'm like, that don't sound like me for real. Right. Bro, do you remember the time? Well, I was talking about James Brown because there's all that was said. So the foot washing thing was one of the one of those brotherly one gatherings. Them, yeah. yeah. The other thing was me, you, and Justin. Like hanging out, riding bikes in the park, doing crazy shit. Like that shit was great. You know what I'm saying? That was like a huge bonding experience for brothers, brotherhood. The other thing was the the Sigma Beta, like junior Phi Beta Sigma fraternity that I was in when I was in high school. You know, I never experienced that much. Like I don't know what you would say, testosterone, bravado, uh, whatever you want to call it, in one room, all working together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, That's it. That's the that's cool thing about it. About what? Like, like brotherhood. You learn a lot of things. Like, I feel like that's what kind of makes the kind of because listen, I learned a lot. Like, like you said, when it was me, you and Justin, when we was hanging out. I learned a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, it's it's brotherhood is important. That's why. That's why when I when I got to see y'all, I was like happy. You know what I'm saying? Right. But one of the things that, that I noticed with this whole brotherhood thing is that sometimes um, the the massive uh, homophobia and fear of, you know, whatever kind of feelings you might harbor, it it, 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 it pushes us away from really showing true, genuine love to our brothers. You know what I'm saying? Telling a man, another man, I love you, man. I love you, bro. Giving them hugs, dapping them up. Like, that's just, that's just uh, dope. But if you're not securing yourself, it's hard to really... You know, be like that. You know, I oh, am yeah, not for sure. Um, for sure. But I'm glad that we we're able to be in that position where we could really be like, "Yeah, I love you, nigga. I love you. Come here. I love you, nigga. I love you, bro." <laughs> you, you you can tell somebody you love them, but you gotta like be hardcore with it. Like, you know, I love you, right? You know, I love you, right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple people like that. But nah, nah. The brother, the brotherhood thing is important. You yeah. like. And you find it in like the most strange, like the strangest places, right? For sure, because like not like not only do I have you and Justin, you know, my two you know biological brothers, but then yeah. I got brothers, you know what I'm saying? That I just made from just being here in Florida or being right, right, you right. Know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, like those brotherhoods, the ones that you actually can pick, can sometimes be more strong than the actual brotherhoods that you know, <laughs> you know, you right. you're forced to have. You know, I'm. There's one thing that I was able to think about late recently. The fact that, yeah, we, we all have different uh, fathers, same mother, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact that we all have different fathers, same mother, as opposed to different mothers, same father, is what I think connects us all. The womb right. thing. We all were in that womb or we were in you know that space at one point. You know what I mean? So while I feel like we might not have seen each other for a long time, once we got together, it was like we was back in. It was like nothing really was yeah. different. I mean, it, it had to have been like 10, 12 years. Didn't feel uh, like maybe maybe more than that. Didn't feel. Like... I 
I think so. Because I left Jersey... I left Jersey, like, around, like... Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe... Mm, I left Jersey, like, when I was six, seven, maybe. Mm. And then once once I came over here, yeah. I didn't see you until... I want to say 2019. Dang, so maybe bro. you're right. Maybe it was like 17. 17 years? No, not 17. What happened? What number did you say? 12? I was like 10 to 12 years, maybe. Something like that. Maybe somewhere around there. I feel like it was longer. But, but that, when we but got together, like, it didn't feel like we were gone for that long. Yeah, exactly. And that's 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 cool, too. Yeah. Like I didn't feel like... I didn't feel like... Uh, anything different i didn't feel like a stranger or anything and that's cool that's yeah. definitely that's why you know what i'm saying what what am i trying to say i'm trying to say something <laughs> deep but i don't want to say something <laughs> too deep but you get what i'm saying that's okay that's why i'm the host i'm supposed to direct and guide the conversation <laughs> because everybody isn't a talk show host or whatever the fuck i mean <laughs> I'm a talk show host. Like, that's what it is. It's a modern-day talk show. A podcast is a talk show. I just don't got, like, you know, a crew and a live studio audience and people, like, you know, directing me or giving me, like, pre, pre-selected questions that I could look at. So it says here that uh, you used to play basketball, huh? You're pretty good at that? Like, come on, that shit's so fake. I used to hate watching that. I mean, I still watch that stuff, but I didn't realize how fake it was until I started watching it recently. Like, bruh, this uh, talk show setup is just like, it's like a perfect setup to do a couple of funny jokes and banter and then, like, plug whatever product they're trying to plug. And I, I realized it's just so lame, bro. <laughs> and then after that, and then after that, you don't really care about it no more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there was that. Okay, so there was Sigma Beta. Which was like this uh, thing I'll probably go into more detail with, but uh, maybe I'll get James Brown on the phone or something if he's down. And there was me, the the Seventh Day Adventist Church where it was like yeah the foot washing thing, but there was also the thing where like we would like it was me a bed, um, you know Lamech, um, you know saying James Brown, Damian Brown, like all these dudes like gathering together, powwowing. Um, you know, we would go to their house, they would go to our house, we would like, you know, that kind of situation that we had. And then there was also, um, you know, places like the barber shop. You're sitting down. You might see a couple people. Yeah. The you know? barber shop is the one. The barber shop. I mean, the, it goes down in the barber shop, bro. Like, everybody's like, like going hard, talking about shit, like, it could be politics. It could be um, comedy. It could be sports, which I'm not really into, whatever. But it could be like you know, and th- so there's that. So so we have the barbershop, the church, the whatever uh, after school organization program or whatever you might have. Oh um, yeah, that right. Sure. Your your school friends, right? And then, like, anybody that you come across along the way that you decide is, like, somebody that you just click with and you're tight with. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, All these different institutes, um, it's almost like if you think about it, there needs to be some kind of a structure for us to even consider to take someone on as a brother or mentor them or, you know, show them love or anything like that. There needs to be some kind of system in play. And so I feel like 
is there is there real like organic is there a lot of organic brotherhood that we just create out of nowhere out of thin air or does 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 there need to be a setting in which this type of situation happens the club the barbershop the church uh school or you know are you are we more are we more susceptible to gravitate towards uh, other men and talk to them and get to understand them and like kind of like you know powwow with them on a deeper level um if if there's a if there's an underlying thing happening like if someone said hey let's all get together and do brother stuff like it would just be so weird and awkward you know what i mean yeah my my brotherhoods i feel like all my brotherhoods are natural i feel like the ones i have formal people yeah I'm not really like a talkative person like that, so I don't. I wouldn't just randomly talk to just anybody. Right. But no, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, sometimes I have, and I've learned a couple things, like a couple like you know, OGs and stuff like that. But yeah, the brotherhood. That's 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 the crazy. That's another crazy thing about it. Is brotherhood. It just comes naturally. Right and organically, like it's nothing forced. Right, you know what I mean. Do you like, think? That's how I felt when I saw you know you and Justin and how I met my boys. You know what I'm saying? It was nothing like oh, like I have to do this. I right. have to right. talk to this. Like over time, like naturally, it just built up. So, so do you think that if you were to find your father, right, mm. and he had like brothers, that you would be able to make a connection with them, just off the strength? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be weird. Yeah, it would be weird, right? So, uh, yeah, um, your uh, your dad busted in my mom and your mom, huh? Crazy, huh? Uh, no, nah, I feel like it'd be weird because I'm gonna be the lightest one there. <laughs> right, but uh, that's the pictures of this guy, bro. He's not. He's 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 really dark. He's dark, yeah. dark. So the, we have strong genes, bro. Like that shit cuts through, bro. Like slicing up you know what I'm saying and so that's why I found it interesting that the, the mother of my children is dark skinned and my children are yellow as the dickens like they're the lightest brightest babies you've ever seen and oh, no, uh, yeah our mom's our mom's genes are really strong right and we didn't and, and I didn't I didn't really notice that until we all got in the room together at the same time right at this point though it's not even about our mom on my end at least I'm like a lot white according to <laughs> My DNA test. Like, I'm a whole white boy out here, dog. But you know what's crazy about that? <laughs> what's crazy about that is, I feel like when I saw you, I was lighter than you. I feel like. <laughs> Just a tad bit, I was, I was a little bit lighter than you. So it's crazy. That's why that, your mom thought that we were, like, we had the same father. Because we're so, we look so alike. We're we're just yeah we're pretty much identical like it's no I don't really see I don't really see like a a big difference between us I kind of thought the same thing too until I started hearing about this dude whoever this dude is right and I was like hmm. all right then I had a I had a, I had a lot of I had a lot of ideas how how do you feel about that about what. How do you feel about, like, now that you did the whole ancestry thing? Like, and you kind of got an idea. <laughs> well, okay, so you know how being light-skinned, everybody always asks you, like, what are you? Like, that's a question that they always ask. Don't get me started. What are you? 
Nigga, I'm human. What am I? What are you? Bro, what do you mean, what are you? Um, Don't get me started. Do you understand how many times when I get in a when I get in a place in a building with people that I have to meet? Do you understand how many times I get the question? Oh, so uh, your mom is your mom is white, your dad is black, or vice versa? Do you understand how many times I have to go through that? Yo, there's like elementary school. I want to say like back in elementary school. Yeah. I was really like, that was really like a big thing. Like the whole, like your, your parents, one of your parents is white, right? Hey, it's a big thing. I may be all through my life, like, cause I used to have this nickname, like yeah. white boy. But ever, like, yeah, for they call me time. that, white boy. They call me that. Cause I'm not gonna lie, like, elementary school, maybe like a little bit in middle school, I was pretty white. I was like, ridiculously white. Especially when I. Especially when I came from Jersey right. to down here in Florida, white, crazy white. I kind of darkened up a little bit because you know I'm in the sun a lot more now. Let's but talk about let's talk about how you used to talk right before like your puberty hit. That junk was hilarious, bro. No, okay, listen. You, nah. uh, hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Michael. Listen. Yeah. Hey, it's Michael. I'm Michael. And what's your name? That's cool. I'm Michael. Yo, all of a sudden, yo, out of nowhere, literally listen, overnight, listen. you call the phone and you like, <clears throat> yeah, what's going on? It's Michael. What's good? The fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried so hard to not talk like that. He was like yeah, Brady Bunch type. Keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. Dumping all through the night. <laughs> Face ass. Yeah, I knew, I knew. I knew I had to make my voice deep when I was like, because that, that lasted for a minute, didn't You was up to like so 14 like, years old. Maybe like 14? Yeah. I think that's when it finally like finished. I was on the phone with like this lady because I was trying to figure out, like some customer service, I was trying to figure out something like with my computer or some, something. Right. And like I knew I knew something had to change because I was on the phone, I was talking to them, trying to figure out what's going on with a certain <laughs> product. And then she was like, okay, ma'am, so is there anything? I'm like, wait a minute. I know you just didn't call ma'am. me no ma'am. That was it. That's yeah, that's the one that makes you want to go start talking low. Like, yeah. That's the one that did it. So <laughs> I was me, like, I, I didn't really think it was a problem. Cause, a you, know, you know, back in the day, you know, I was a little knack or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I ain't had no complaints back in the day. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I'm cool. I'm straight. Yeah, I'm Michael. Listen, I—that's crazy that you brought that up. <laughs> but yo, I don't want to get too far off topic. The point is that you said, "What did I think about the whole thing?" Yeah, right. So yeah, I spit into a little bottle. I put it in the thing, shake mm-hmm. that some bitch up, put it in the mailbox, shipped it off. Right. A month right. later, I get my results. Now, let it me took see. that long a month. A month, yeah. Oh, Let me see what okay. it says. Ancestry.com. So according to Ancestry.com, right, my lineage is something like 58% white. <laughs> so it says I'm 29% Nigerian. My homie said that I could cook jollof rice, but only only at 25, 29% of the flavor. Then I got the England, and then I got Sweden. Germanic Europe, Ivory Coast Ghana, that's the black, Nigeria, Ghana, Cameroon, 4%, 5% Ghana, 
29% uh, Nigeria. Then I got Benin and Togo, 4%. And you got 2% Norway, 2% Wales, Ireland, Ivory Coast, Ghana. Remember, Grandma was talking about the Irish lady at one point. Yeah, I was just I was just about to say that. That's yeah. another thing, too. Like, great-grandpa was, was, uh, was uh, from England. Yeah, so. yeah. But, um, so, looking at all those results, you do, if you do quick maths, you can see that I'm, a, I'm pretty much like 58% white, almost, right? Pretty much, yeah. Um, and that's crazy. So, the fact that mommy was trying to, well, I don't want to put all her business out there, but she was trying to tell me that this dude was my dad. Was my dad. And I'm like, bruh, I know he's not because I met him. We went on the Ricky Smiley morning show. I took a DNA test, and it came up negative. And she goes, oh, well, DNA can change. No, it can't. That's not what happens, ever. So what happens is whatever happened, right, Yeah. between her and this white guy, it, it's some kind of a repressed memory that she's pushing back, and I understand that. I could totally get that. I, could, I would make up some story, too. But she's created this whole elaborate story about... Um, me being her love child and that she was madly in love with Selwyn when all this stuff just so that you know I could feel better about being a white kid or something I don't know yeah so I don't want to I mean like, I wouldn't put it like that but alright I, like, I don't want to put all her business out there all I'm saying is this she's telling me this dude is and she's adamant but science is saying something else and so through science, I was able to find oh uh, my first cousin, a big old white guy, who is actually super dope, super cool. Right. But I'm talking about like Kevin James, like video games, movies, comic books. That's the dude. Long hair, Which? beard, like super high high uh, IQ tech guy. You know what I'm saying? Which, I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty dope. That's pretty dope, I'm not gonna lie. Right, right, but, at the same time, it's like, okay, some, the person that I was, that that figured all this stuff out, was dope enough to, like, start looking in, like, death records of his parents, her parents, and was able to find through obituaries and all this other stuff, this guy, Dean Strand, or Dean, whatever, who could very well be my biological father. No, it's it's crazy how that thing works. Cause I saw the pictures that you sent me. Yeah. Think he looks like me? Like how kind of how kind of put like other people that were doing ancestry too, and how they link you guys' DNA together. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you should to, do it, man. All you gotta do is spit in the tube. This sponsor, this podcast has not been sponsored by Ancestry.com, but it's pretty fucking dope. I need to do that. You should. Because I, I, I kind of want to figure out. Bruh, you spit in a tube. You put the spit in there. Like that. Just spit. That's it. That's it. That, that's pretty dope. You just, I, I you just like that. hawk a Louie. Spit in a tube. No, that's, that's dope for real. Because I saw. I saw their side of the family. Like the your your pop side of the family. That's that was a long list, dude. And I'm it, guessing I saw our side of the family. 
that was a it wasn't that big of a list, but yeah. that was cool to see too. Oh, you could see <laughs> like you could see a lot of like Jamaican names, like people like obviously like West Indians, like this nigga's name's Elroy. Oh yeah, he's Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, this dude of is named not for sure. <laughs> this dude is. This dude. But that's crazy. Last bro. name that's Brown. Crazy. How oh, far yeah. technology has come, yo. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, but yeah, that's that's cool. I do want to do so, okay, a so full. You, so you talk. No, go ahead. So you talk to your 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 first cousin. So I hit him up on Twitter, right? He he got a pretty mm. decent following on Twitter. I hit him up on his inbox. I'm like, yo, I think this dude, Dean Strand, is my dad. I'm trying to figure out who this nigga is, whatever, whatever, right? He hits me up. Uh, yeah, how do you know that? And then he's like, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, well, good luck with that. So I thought he was just like, okay, that's it. Like, good luck. Like, hope you find him. Hope you find what you're looking for. It looks like you're on the right track. And then that was it. I thought he was just going to leave it at that. Like a couple hours later, like maybe like 10, 15 hours later, he's like, yo, I just talked to my sister and she was like, uh, hey, uh, still has contact with Dean and he might, uh, he might, he seems to, it seems to be legit. He seems to remember your mom. What's her name? Donahue. (laughs) Anyone who doesn't know that my mom's name is Donna Ree. So saying Donahue is pretty funny, but that's what he said. He said Donahue. But yeah, that's how it went down. So, like I said, I'm going to do a whole podcast on this. I don't want to talk about all this stuff until I know, like, all the full story about everything, about all the shit. So I'm going to meet with old boy, um, who's actually making a documentary about his life, because when he was a child, he had some... I mean, it's public forum. He sees it on... It's on public platform. He talks about how he was abused as a child. And so I'm just hoping it wasn't old Uncle Dean, my pops, who was touching on him. So let's just hope that's not the situation, so... (laughs) <laughs> nah, let's hope not Let's hope not But yo, Mikey, I want to do a full podcast With me, you, and Justin Right? Brotherhood Part 2 And really go in about the foster care About your being adopted About me having the the mother early on in my life And it's switching I want to talk about all that stuff in full detail But somehow, some way, Justin uh, thought that being out in the trenches on an EMT truck saving lives. Oh, look at me. I'm saving lives. Look at me. Oh, look at me. I'm doing a CPR. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm running to somebody who needs help. Oh, look at me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a essential worker. <laughs> I'm just you playing. Gotta get, you got to get him on the, you got to get him on, uh, on his best days. Bruh, I really think that it would be the best podcast if all three of us can get on. So we're going to make that happen. I swear. Right? All right? I swear. Yo, but all jokes I... aside, shout out to my brother, man. He's out there in the trenches, like for real, like putting in work, you know what I'm saying? Being an essential worker in probably one of the craziest places in the tri-state area. Man, just salute to him. And I hope that we can all do this three, the three, the three-way podcast like we had planned initially. I'm, I'm with it. I'm down. But I'm going to call my brother James Brown and see what he's talking about, brotherhood, real quick, before I close out yes, the show. Yo, we're going to do the, three, the three-way the three podcast because I'm not I'm not playing with you, bro. Get Justin to comply, please. I was I was just talking to him uh, yesterday. So I'm probably going to hit him up. Probably when we get off the phone. All right, hit him up. See. I'm going to hit up I'm James Brown. All right. All right, bro. All right, peace. Hey, good to talk to you, bro. You too, man. Friendship is rare. Do you know what I'm saying to your friendship is rare? <laughs> I was like, yeah. 
We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. My brother. What's good, man? Yeah, same How long old, have we known old. each other, bro? What'd you say? You said same old, same old? Yeah, getting ready for another show this weekend. Uh, hey. I had to push my show. What's the next episode uh, about? Uh, depression. Ooh, I have a song you can use for the intro. Okay. It's called Call okay. a Professional. Perfect. I love that. It goes, I love I'm that. depressed. It, 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 it's so I'm weird how things sometimes work together. Uh, I have to put my show off on Wednesdays for the next couple of weeks. I can't do it on my normal Wednesdays, so I'm going to have to do them on Saturdays. Okay. And have somebody reach out to me that's thinking about starting their own show. They want me to write, produce, and direct their show. Okay. And when they told me their stories, I said, you should come on mine first. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, I like it. Yeah. But yo, yeah, real talk. A bunch of trained soldiers. I'm sorry. Nah, go ahead. I'm saying, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm interviewing a Latin transgender mm. U.S. soldier that suffers mm. from bouts of depression, PTSD, uh, suicidal tendencies, and mm. has lost nine friends to suicide. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a heavy one, bro. You're going to have to definitely do longer than an hour for that joint. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be a three-part series. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, you know, you were so instrumental just with the show. You know, you still have one of the highest-rated shows uh, that I've done. Thank you, brother. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man, you, you were amazing on there. Thank you. But, yeah, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about, like, um, well, first of all, how long have we known each other? Oh, man, since 2002. Sophomore year high school. Well, I believe you were a sophomore. I was a junior. Good. High Good, nigga. Old. The hell? Yeah, man. I'm rickety. My birthday was just past Sunday, so I'm super rickety. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy belated. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Good. But, um... <laughs> That's what, 20, like 19 years, 18 years? Uh, yeah, around 18 years, yeah. I'm not good at math. <laughs> um, yes, but um, yeah, so we met um, sure. exclusively, officially, in the Sigma Beta uh, Junior Frat group thing. Correct. Right. Correct. And that was, uh, it was pretty crazy how instrumental and how influential uh this guy uh Kevin West was and yes, bringing all these yes. young black men together it's almost something that you just never saw and it wasn't just like oh a couple of black guys getting together sitting down and talking it was like mm-hmm. yo we're going to sit down we're going to do community service we're going to mm-hmm. freaking learn something we're going to learn the greek alphabet we're going to learn you know like we're going to go to the Poconos and we're going to do a yeah. retreat with a bunch of black men from the ghetto in in the Poconos, like it was amazing. It, it was, was amazing. It was, and I've never I, seen anything like it since. Well, it's so ironic um, because I don't know if you know, but Prince Hall Masons have a similar program called the Knights of Pythagorean. Huh. And uh, a I did good not buddy know of mine, he runs it. Yeah. And when I went to, I just stopped right at a meeting because he wanted me to take a look at it, and I just said, "Man, this is just like." Sigma Beta Club, and these programs are so needed in our communities. Yeah, you, you don't know the impact that it has until you're an adult. Hmm. I, I think that one of the unspoken things that that program did for us was it it taught us accountability. Right. That that was that's one thing that I think that we're lacking in our neighborhoods. We don't take accountability for 
our action. Oh, yeah, and if you fucked up, you got the hot seat. Oh, you know, I got it a couple times. I got it. I got it several times. (laughs) But that's something that we don't do. Like, hey, you are acting crazy. No offense to people who have mental illness. I'm saying you're acting out of line, out of pocket, and the elders and the brothers are going to sit you down and straighten Mm -hmm. you out because you're acting out. Yep, and if you remember, the thing was that we actually had to sit before our peers, tell them what we did, why we did it, and what we're going to do to remediate it. Wow. How many young men have to do that now? How many young men have to sit before their peers and say, okay, yeah, I'm selling drugs? By the time they do it, they're in the court, they're in front of a courthouse. Yeah, yeah, they're not stopping them early. Mm. They're not. And and if you notice, there's something that I don't know if you remember. When we went to the Poconos, we were not allowed to leave our cabins until our cabins were spotless. Right, yep, I remember that. Every room, including the bathroom, we couldn't leave until it was spotless. And I don't know if you noticed, but that's one thing that Dr. West and the advisors were teaching us. They were teaching us that you may come into a bad situation, but as a man, you always leave a situation cleaner or better than you found it. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that didn't resonate until I got older. Damn. So, you know, it was was an amazing, amazing program. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it still stuck to me to this day. Like you said, uh, you know, uh, 20, 15 years later, I'm still thinking about it. Like, you know, I'm thinking about my real brothers, the brothers that I was talking about, you know, and then, like, uh, these brothers that I still keep in touch with after all this time, uh, even though I didn't pledge Phi Beta Sigma or any kind of fraternity. uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty much a frat like these are my brothers, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, it's not too late, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I never went to college, so. But it's not too late. I mean, you know, my mom graduated from college at 55. Woo! So, it's not too late. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Um, yeah, I definitely yeah, do, like, feel like um, at this point, I definitely would excel um, less distractions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I still am just generally uh, scatterbrained because yeah. I really uh, don't show any focus truly in anything that um, uh, doesn't interest me per se. So I do sure. have the, I still have that little problem. So if there's a subject that I'm not genuinely typically interested in, I'm probably not going to pay attention or I'll like well, half-ass it or slack off. Well, you have to find your calling. You have to, you know, as you remember, I was kind of that way in high school myself. Yeah. So you know, you have to just you have to find what your thing is. You yeah, I feel like I had like a little like um, setback, like the whole situation with the getting locked up and the homelessness and being out there. Sure. Like I'm kind of like yeah, okay, I might be 33, but I'm probably like 20, 28, 29. Mm. Like mentally, because I haven't had the progress. I was stagnant. I was sitting in one place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you should maybe. I mean, maybe a suggestion: try a therapist. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I mean, I've done a couple sessions, but you know, it's just like the consistency is where I, where I lack. You know, uh, someone schedules yeah. something and it's like, oh well, you were supposed to be here, and now you got to pay the fee, and that that can only happen a couple times before someone gives up on you or thinks that you're yeah. not just going to be consistent with it. So that's kind of rough. Um, well, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I, I was going to say yeah, it, it depends. You know, like for me, I was going to this white therapist that was this super Christian loves Donald Trump and Mike Pence, hates Islam. I'm not even a Muslim, but his hatred of Islam was 
it, it was it was even impressive for me. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the things that I would bring up, he would bring he would see them as, oh, an affluent white man that's conservative and religious. I'm none of those things. Right. So I, I actually switched over and I got a black female therapist. Bruh, I was just about to say that. Someone um, said that he specifically looks for black therapists. Yeah, it, because they understand it. I, I, there were certain things that I had gone through with my job and she was able to understand it and just say, okay, well, that's, that's normal. You're not crazy. No, that does happen to black people when we get to a certain position wow. or a certain level of power. Even like I, with one of my shows, I had a had an issue every I had Murphy's Law, everything that could have gone wrong with that show uh went badly and I got mad, I punched my wall and went to the liquor store, had a drink <laughs> and I just talked to her and she said, Okay, so why did you punch the wall? I said, because I was angry. Right. And she asked, Did you feel better? I said, Yeah, a little bit. She said, Why did you drink? I said, Because it calmed my nerves. She said, You had to do all of that because you fucked up. Tough shit. <laughs> like I had never had a therapist say that to me before. Right, right. But that's another so, thing. Um, go ahead, go ahead. No, that was it. I'm sorry. Now, go ahead. What you saying? No, I'm saying that was it. That was it. Oh, okay. Now, I was going to say, another thing was, um, there are men, especially black men, who have a, a lot of trouble with listening to another woman try to tell them about themselves. So, mm-hmm. the, some people not only get black therapists, but specifically look for black male therapists, which is like... Um, a unicorn in the industry. There's it very, really very few black male therapists. Well, they have a company called Better Health, and they're uh, like an online therapy company. Yeah. So every every session is done remotely, but they're, they're making a killing right now. They don't take insurance, but they have a lot of black, Latin, or Caribbean therapists. I hear a lot of uh, podcasts um, advertise Better Health. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get them to sponsor me. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, because it, it makes that difference. You know, it's no one understands the black man's burden the way a black man does. Damn. Damn. Even though black women can empathize with us, they can see it. Yeah. They may support us, but they, there's an old saying, men cry in the dark. And a lot of as black men, we do. We do you, cry privately so our women don't see us. Well, why don't you just grab yourself up by your bootstraps, brother? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course, because you know all of that adversity that's thrown at you, you were definitely prepared for it. Right. Well, why don't Uh, you just get a better job, brother? Yeah, you you know what's so weird? (laughs) They always got some shit like, why don't you just do this? Like, it's that simple. Yeah, you know what's so weird? Like, I, I have a very high position working for the state. Right. And I'm the only person of color that does what I do in the state. That's sad. And that's a lonely position to be in. Even right. though people are polite to you, there's no one that you can relate to. But look at the state. Look at the the, the, the makeup, the, 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 the racial makeup. That doesn't make any sense yeah. that you're the only one. Yeah. Yeah. So well, people, it, it, they, don't, they don't take into account the, the mental stress that you're under. You know, the fact that people expect you to fail. Hmm. The, the fact that you put a lot of pressure on yourself not to fail. It, it, it's hard and it's a stress that we're not necessarily trained for right so it, it, it's difficult on us I don't know if you heard today but the uh, CEO of Wells Fargo yeah said that he doesn't have enough black people people of color in positions of power because there aren't enough qualified people of color out there well, so 
if there are people of color that work for his company and are in positions of power, guess, look at how much stress and pressure he just put them under. Right. Right. So, it's so, it's it's crazy. But I guess being a black man is hard. Yeah. That's why I like to talk about goofy shit, because uh, Mm -hmm. if you keep going down that rabbit hole, it'll be like, man, you start talking about systematic oppression, redlining, you start talking about disproportionate uh, distribution of uh, funding for education, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, blah, the list goes on. And another thing that 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 we lack is... Uh, funding for sports, funding for extracurricular activities, which mm-hmm. which also helps to facilitate brotherhood and friendships that it last does. for lifetimes. It's just it, it goes on and on and on. So, um, what movies are you watching? What TV shows are you watching? What albums are you listening to? Because uh, Lovecraft Country is like my favorite show right now. Lovecraft Country. What is it about? Yeah. I've never heard it. Oh, it's amazing. It's a uh, it's a show produced by Jordan Peele and J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yeah. Jordan Peele, by the way, is my second favorite director right now. Uh, of all time? Oh, well, currently. He's currently my second favorite. Well, who's your first? Uh, uh, it's a tie between Scorsese and uh, Spike Lee. Ooh, Spike Lee, yes. I love Spike, but he's not. Neither one of them are my favorites. Burton. Right now, my favorite is Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua? Okay. Yeah. What about Tim Burton? I love Tim Burton. Uh, I, I like Burton. I like Tim Burton. I like Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, Quentin Tarantino, yeah. But, but he's, he, be, he be a little too liberal so with the real. N-word. Who's Fuqua Wait, again? What movies did he do? Fuqua? Yeah. Uh, Training Day, Brooklyn's Finest, the, the Equalizer 1 and Ooh. 2. Okay, yeah. I like, Tears of the Sun. Yeah, I like his work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's a very good director. Dope, man. Uh, Dope. But yeah, Lovecraft Country, it's, it's a black superhero. Hmm. Well, sorry, it's a black science fiction show with Journey Smollett, Courtney D. Vance, Michael K. Williams. Hmm. And uh, I forgot the main character's name. And uh, how they, many seasons is it in? Mm-hmm. What's that? How many seasons is it in? It's, it's still in season one. It's uh, Episode six came on Sunday. <clears throat> I actually haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it tonight. On what platform? It's, uh, HBO. Oh, man. I got to give me HBO. That's all right. It's so good. I mean, I mean, the, they've covered things like secret organizations, secret wow. societies. They talked about... Uh, are you familiar with what a sundown town is? Sundown town, where all the niggas got to go home when the sun go down? Yeah. Damn. They covered that. Excuse me. They covered Emmett Till. Uh, they talked about... Wow. Black Wall Street? Uh, that's probably... No, they covered Black Wall Street and uh, that show Watchmen. Yeah, I heard about that. That I actually Which they canceled, and, but also won like six Emmys on Sunday. Wow. Which is crazy to me. What? They canceled it after one season. They won a bunch of Emmys and not bringing it back. Damn! Is it because of the because of the, the way that they portrayed the Black Wall Street massacre? I have no idea. I have no idea. That was one of the first movies to really tell the truth about it. That's why when people say, "Oh, why don't black people just get themselves together?" We did. It's just that every time that we did, y'all burned our stuff down. Damn. Yeah, well, no, it's, a, it's like it's you know we try to we try we try to change the subject and talk about goofy shit like TV shows and movies and here we are talking yeah. again about the plight of the black man. Life is yeah, hard yeah, for yeah. us, man. Everything is connected in relation to racism, and we can't step away from it. We can't get away from it. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's why I respect what Jordan Peele does because he talks about our plight even though he injects comedy into it. Yeah, yeah. He talked like if you see the movie Get Out, he talked about a lot of things that we deal with. Yeah, I think that people that are mixed like him and and Michael. Keegan Michael can find yeah. the humor in the 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 weird the like the horrible situation that we're in, you know. Can they see it from both sides? They see it from both sides. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, and me being a biracial man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the I hell? I'm it. a white dude over here. What the hell? I heard. Yeah, I just did the ancestry myself. Word? Uh, a couple of months ago. Are we are we related? No, not that I know of. <laughs> Damn, bro. Not that I know. Of. But well, ironically, I found a first cousin and a second cousin. Wow. Wow. This first cousin was put up for adoption at birth, and everyone in my family is uh, quiet about it. Damn. Damn. Even though. I have paper. He gave me his adoption paperwork, and when you when you have adoption paperwork, they give you clues about the family and parents. Wow! I can verify ninety five percent of the information on that paperwork. Wow! And people are still saying, "Nope, he might not be related to us." And I'm like, <laughs> "We were connected by DNA." Yeah, that's what happened with my mom when I said to her, "Look, here's the facts. The science is here. This is the yeah. dude." She was like, "Nah, man. I know who. I know who your daddy is. You can't tell me nothing." Yeah. You 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 fighting against science? Uh, are you talking about people who sit in the lab under the microscope for you know their whole life dedicated to science? You're gonna just tell yep. them that they're wrong because you read a Facebook post or you Googled the first the top article that supported your claim? It's stupid. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what most people do. Hey yo, fuck them scientists, man! They don't know shit, bro. Stupid ass you know scientists. You know what's funny? I often talk to people and who tell me they don't believe that climate change is real. And I just ask them, okay, you're definitely entitled to your opinion. Uh, but uh, how many years of climate science did you study? That's what I'm saying, well, bro. None. None. Your opinion means nothing. Right, right. Well, I so, appreciate you yeah. for coming into the show, bro. Like, we could talk about this shit all day. I'm gaining sure. on an hour... Over an hour, and I don't, and I have a hard time editing this stuff. So I'm gonna sure, make sure. sure that I keep it simple as possible. Um, sure. But uh, I appreciate you coming through, man, and filling in the space because my brother didn't come. So, but but yo, I appreciate you coming through, bro. Because you are my brother. No problem. You are my brother. Definitely, definitely, yo, Olin. I'm so proud of you, man. I really thank you for having me on. I wish you much, much success with yeah. the show. And if there's anything I can do to help you with it, please let me know. Yo, thank you, man. I will. And same thing to you, man. I will try my best to share. Any link you do for your show and keep pushing it, man, for real. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Have a good night, brother. You too, guy. All right, man. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, the Late Bloomer Podcast. That's another episode in the Bizank. Thank you all for coming in, tuning in, checking in. I'm trying to keep it under an hour. Sometimes if it goes longer, I could, but I'm running out of steam. Today was ridiculous. I had to pay for a lift to get home because my work truck is stuck and stranded in some random place. What I want to give a shout out to typicaldiv.com, Roasted Coffee. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Huskers Cafe in Stone Mountain. It's a black owned place. You can go there and get you some brunch. Mm. Get you some breakfast. I want some of that. I want some of that. Grits. I want some of them hash browns. <laughs> How come every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, eating up all the hash browns? Your R.I.P. to John Witherspoon. And I also want to shout out to my first, like, my, my second official sponsor, Hempy Llama. HempyLlama.com. HempyLlamaTea.com. That's H-E-M-P-Y-L-L-A-M-A-T.com. Hempy Llama is a family-owned business that was born out of necessity 10 years ago. In the medical field, uh, the owner lost her mother and her father right before she turned 35. And she knew 
that she had to dedicate their lives to hemp. There's no time wasting sharing the importance and the powerful plant known as hemp. And they make a great CBD tea, organic hemp tea, that is a great way to relax after a long day. And they started in the fall of 2018. They're gaining on almost two years now being in business. And it's a husband and wife team, a family-owned business. And they funk with us because we funk with them. They funk with us because we're family-owned, we're family-ran you know, locally owned and you know, they wanna they wanna support what we doing and we wanna support what they're doing. So if you go to hempylama dot com and shop, use the promo code the promo code Bloomer, you can get fifteen percent off on your purchase. Thanks so much. You have a good day. Keeping me